let's get into it. Let's do this. Shut up and sit down. Hello and welcome back to Elite Rugby Banter. It's a podcast about rugby. Joining me today as ever is Alex from Cape Town. How are you? Hi Adam, I'm good, thanks to you. I'm good. Uh, again, you're preparing some lamb or some meat. Yeah. How's it lamb, going? Lamb's on the menu today. Um, it? It's going pretty well. It's an oven. The whole house is starting to smell like lamb. That's so good. So if, if I get distracted, it's probably because I'm... I'm floating away on on one of those cartoon uh, smell things. Oh, I see. Well, look, lamb yeah. is what what we have here at my house. It's my wife's Greek, so we always yes. make sure we try to feed guests lamb when we have people over for dinner. That's a premium. Matt, do Stereotypes. you? Yeah, Matt, do you eat lamb? Uh, how's yeah, it no, going? I dig, I dig, I dig a bit of lamb. Yeah, but you got crew lamb. It's quite close. Yeah, the road. yeah. Uh, we've got the little crew in the way, but yeah. Yeah, George, <laughs> how's it going otherwise? Otherwise, not too bad. <laughs> okay. Just take yeah. that one off for the bingo list. Yeah, not too Catch bad. Race. Who did that bingo list, by the way? Uh, my friend Nicola in New Zealand. Uh, Nicola, <laughs> uh, quick shout out to you. You are officially a friend of the pod, and uh, we loved it. It gave us a very much a good laugh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Including, I think Ben, I'm sure, had a good laugh. He's here too. How are you, Ben? Uh, well, thanks, and you, Adam. I'm good, thank you. Did you like bingo? The, the, the ERB oh. bingo? I, I thought I thought I came off of, as a bit excitable and not loyal to the pod on Bingo, so... I noticed so far you, you're trying very hard to stay calm. You like It yeah. sounds like you're making a concerted effort to be very casual today. Uh, I, I actually took three Valiums before the pod started, just to <laughs> you know, take the edge off things. What's that? Did Joe, did Joe hide the whiskey? No, no, Mauritius's new drink-driving legislation, uh, it's... Like zero tolerance, so even if you've had one beer and you get pulled over, you get fined. Oh, wow. Interesting. Jeez. Yeah, so I'm dry today, so basically I can't drink the whole day. Ugh. You milk the mouth. It's like surgery. Yeah, no, it's pretty, it's pretty heck. But, yeah, right. Uh, today, we've we got a fair amount to discuss, as always. We're going to be just addressing some news and then getting stuck into some Super Rugby and try to improve our performance again in Superbrew. Four out of seven, so it's not too bad. Uh, so, just a quickly run through some news, starting off in Cape Town, of all places. This, this is coming from Rugby 365. It is believed that Newlands has been put up as security for outstanding debts, as the future of the iconic stadium remains shrouded in uncertainty. This is written by Jan Bacona, who's quite well connected uh, down there in Western Province. Investment holding company Remgro confirmed to Rugby 365 that the Western Province Rugby Union has registered a mortgage bond in favour of the Stellenbosch-based company as security for an outstanding loan worth more than $40 million. Uh, the full story is on there, but there was some discussion about whether Western Province put up some of its other properties, which I didn't realise include the Brookside Complex in Claremont, uh, the Montre- uh, uh, there's a rugby complex in Montreal Road in Aranjezicht in the, and I quote, high-demand residential city pole area. Alex can confirm. Mm. However, people say yes. that Newlands is the one put up for sale. So, guys, it is just the next step in the long-running Western Province saga. I guess it was always going to come to this, I, guess, I assume. So, I mean, it sounds like they literally put the house on this. Yeah. <laughs> on mortgage. <laughs> yeah. But, but what's the, what's the um, sort of end game here? Because obviously, fine, but it's just it's just buying them some sort of breathing room. It doesn't. It's not really a solution. Well, they have to pay no. back uh, debts to Remgro plus interest. 
And I yeah, because because now it, they've only they've just increased the amount they owe essentially. Well, to the bank. Well, they they just you know so instead of owing Remgro X million, now they owe the bank X million plus interest. Yeah, I think. So it, sorry to interrupt you, man. I, I think the end game here is they're going to sell Newlands um, and settle all their debts. There's also that court case that's been going on for quite some time with Arios, which led to the first liquidation of uh, the Western Province Rugby Company, whatever it was, t- whatever it was turned. I hear what you're saying though. So does your accountant brain smell more debt? Is that why? Is your spidey sense? Yeah, well, well, you just you're not you're not improving your position because you just you're paying off mm-hmm. debt with debt, and then obviously new debt. Because at the time they say took the money from Remgro, they were still in quite a favourable position. But now, like you got to be if you're lending money to a sinking ship, like your interest terms and stuff are going to be quite severe. Mm-hmm. So like they base they basically replace probably. What I guess you'd term it sort of friendly debt with unfriendly debt. So the, the only way I guess it makes sense is if there's one of two things happening, or maybe both. So one is that they're very very confident that they're going to win their court cases, right? Because that's what yeah, kind yeah. of puts them below the line in terms of debt risk. If yeah, they're above I, the line I, in terms of debt risk, then they'll be fine. They can just pay the debt back over time, and they'll never have to give up the, the security. So that's the one thing. The other thing is that they, for some reason, are very assured of um, future profits. So if they think that they've got enough money coming in in the foreseeable future to cover the increased um, debt payments to keep to allow them to keep their security, then they would take that risk, right? But I don't see how that's possible because, like, where have they got this money coming in from? Yeah, like Unless, if if the money was coming in, why don't they just use that money to settle the original debt instead of creating yeah. new debt? Yeah. Well, yeah. Unless well, they don't have the money. Be, the unless they don't have the money now, so they they're taking out more debt now ahead um, ahead of future income, which they yeah. would obviously have to be very confident about. But I mean, that's maybe a bit of a conspiracy because the conspiracy theory. What if they have signed up for Pro 14? Ooh. In the next and yeah, that's, why, that's why they're confident that they'll be able to pay back this increased debt. Uh, I, just, uh, I just thought they were going to sell units. That seems to be the end game for me. It is actually... Uh, maybe. I think, give me a sec. I think I did see something. The pro, one of the Pro 14 bosses. I'm just going to quickly find yeah, the well, article. While, you, while you're doing that, just another yeah, quick can... piece of information from the story is that apparently the union's clubs voted against putting up the stadium as security in a meeting on May 30th. However... As the July 6th deadline loomed, that was Remgro's deadline to Western Province to say, give us the money, uh, apparently, reportedly. The Western Province Rugby Union officials were left with no alternative to do so. Um, yeah, I wouldn't take much stock of what the clubs say. They, yeah. they, they're partly one of the structural reasons why Western Province is so poorly run, anyway, in my personal opinion. But, uh, Matt, have you found that, found that report? Yeah, I found yeah. There's the, it's There's an article, Wales Online. Ooh, Pro uh, 14 chief reveals yeah. when fixtures are out and... Then why the Pro 16 is on its way? So I wouldn't there, put too there, much there stock is... in the Wales Online, apparently. Yeah, I know, I know, but yeah, there's just yeah, but it, I, but I saw, but this but isn't the one I saw earlier. There was an, another one I saw earlier, but yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's your mouse wheel is no joke. <laughs> I'm not even using the mouse. I'm using the down arrow key. Oh shit! It sounds like you got a wheel of fortune as your yeah. as your mouse wheel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, well, uh, look, 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 let's move on. But yeah, Western Province, uh, the story will continue. And we'll see where it looks up. Just a quick question, Alex. Are you excited to go watch mm-hmm. international rugby at, at Cape Town Stadium? 
instead of Newlands. Uh, I've, d- I've done it before. Um, okay, so obviously the Sevens. And, okay, wait, not international rugby. I've, seen, I've watched international football. I saw Bufano Bufano play USA there mm-hmm. um, quite a few years ago. And, look, it's, I think anyone who's been there can tell you it's just a beautiful, beautiful stadium and a really nice setting. So, yes, I, as much as it's, it's nice living, you know, 150 meters away from Newlands, um, I'm actually quite excited to see rugby at Cape Town Stadium. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we're just staying in the camp. Apparently, Robbie Fleck, this is also from Rugby 365, is not too concerned about his job. And he said the immortal words. I haven't spoken to my board. That's next week's problem. I haven't given it any thought whatsoever. I've got to play against the Sharks. This was before that game this weekend. And that review is next week's problem. I don't know why we're even discussing this. I've got another year in my contract. Uh, triggered. I do have a review every year, and that is next week's issue. Uh, I, I, it seems like the way he's talking... I mean, he, he avoided the subject so freaking badly. I don't even know why we're discussing this. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Wait, really? You know exactly why we're discussing this, Robbie. Like, You're the you worst person. Uh, uh, I, I have, so I have more, though. You've got to admire, you've got to admire his confidence, though. Yeah, but like, I, have, weird, I, I have even yeah. more. I, I quote, this is also from okay. Rabbi365's Warren Fortune. I can't tell you now, off the bat, exactly where it has gone wrong. That's for next week's focus. Right now, my most important thing is to get the team as best prepared as possible. The team is motivated to do well this weekend. Like they have been for every single game. We cannot question their players' commitment, and I won't question that again this weekend. I know we will go out there to do everything we can, blah, 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 to get a win. Ugh, Jesus. Robbie, Robbie has a fucking busy next week, then. Yeah, he's... I think he's dead man walking. <laughs> can, I just, can I just point out, there's an incredible similarity between his... I would call him his mentor, yeah. and his mentor's final statements Very just before so. he lost his buck job. I yeah. mean, let's be honest, there's shades of tutti in those comments. Very, very much so. The apple doth not fall far from the tree. Uh, quickly, just quickly moving on, Nick Frisby, he's finally left Australia. He's signed to join the Glasgow Warriors in a two-year deal, along with uh, his buddy Quaid. He's been Quaid. in Australia this whole time? Yeah, dude, him and Quaid. Oh, and the same as Carmichael Hunt. They're very much out there. Carmichael Hunt, I hear, played rugby this weekend. Yeah, but for some yeah. like, random club. But he's played five times for the Wallabies, spent a lot of time at the Reds. Uh, so, yeah, he's off. I guess that was inevitable. I guess we'll wait to see what happens to Quaid Cooper. Uh, just having a little bit more out the box, I mean, what was trending on social media this week was the Zimbabwe rugby team had to apparently spend a night on the streets when they went to Tunisia for part of their Gold Cup and World Cup qualifying campaign. Uh, accusations are thrown around between the Zimbabwe and Tunisia rugby unions, with the Zimbabweans blaming the Tunisians and the Tunisians saying the Zimbabweans uh, put themselves out in the streets. Uh, to cut a long story short, unfortunately, Tunisia beat Zimbabwe over the weekend 18-14. So uh, I guess 1-0 to Tunisia in that in that respect. But just... This whole saga is well, kind of... Well, well played to Dizia, well played. Yeah, this whole saga just goes to show uh, that the Gold Cup has uh, still got a long way to go. You know, I don't, when I hear about it, it's just like... You know, when I hear this sort of stuff happening, it's just it's ridiculous. Uh, that's that's. I, 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 read the, I read the article. Oh, I've read a few articles on this because, you know, I'm partly Zimbabwean like you, Adam. Mm. Um, so, you know, this was quite close to my heart. And from what it seems, um, the Zimbabwean, they actually, they were in a hotel and then they were like, no, this hotel isn't good enough. We're leaving to another hotel. And then somehow they didn't find another hotel and ended up on the streets. Yes. But one of their complaints, they only had like two complaints about the original hotel. One was the one bathroom was dirty. One bathroom out of all their rooms. And the other one was that the Wi-Fi was very slow. Yeah. That was, that was the report I read. Like, I'm sorry, no no offense to Tunisia, obviously, but it is a third world country. You can't expect, 
you know, like it's not the. It's not the look, look, it's like it's, it's not the fucking Sheraton. They're not even a professional rugby side. Like they can't. I'm just gonna say know, this I, as I, well. Isn't they might have just been kicking up a fuss for the sake of it. That's my that's my reading of it. Yeah, that that's, yeah, that does sound like it. Yeah, that. Yep. What we... It smells a little like a Zimbabwean glass houses moment as well. I mean, how many of their hotels don't have Wi-Fi either? Apparently, apparently, Wi-Fi in Zimbabwe is really good. Internet's very fast there, like for some reason. <laughs> or it might be mobile, like, like, like us, like. Yeah, it could just be. Yeah, it could be like us that it's all on mobile. Yeah. Uh, right. Just two, two cool uh, final pieces of news is coming out of Australia. This is from uh, smh.com.au or Rugby Heaven. The introduction. This is by Greg Stutchbury, very Australian. The introduction of a disciplinary report system, rather than issuing reds cards, is gathering steam. With Super Rugby coaches Tony Brown and Daryl Gibson agreeing World Rugby needs to examine the concept, Brown Sunwolves spent the entire second half, uh, I mean, they had a guy sent off against the Waratahs. Uh, the Sunwolves also spent the final 10 minutes with just 13 players after Fumiaki Tanaka was given a yellow card for a dangerous tackle on Jake Gordon in their 77-25 loss. We will talk about that against the Tars. Um, as Brown said, I don't think there's any intent in there. It was just unfortunate. I think it was all back to coach Steve Havinson who said that just put players on report like they do in league, and play on. Uh, Maybe a yellow card, and then if it's a serious incident, you get suspended after the game. Then the game is not affected as much as it was tonight, or the All Blacks test against France. So, yeah, that's the same thing that um, Drew Mitchell was saying, and I, I couldn't agree less, yeah, to be honest. What happened? Yeah, because I mean, I that's the Because if you cold cock a guy, then what? You get a yellow card, and then they review you afterwards. Yeah. No, I mean, like, bullshit. so what? Like the the team the team you play next week must get the benefits because yeah. they don't have they don't have to play you anymore. Yeah. No. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think like like yeah. I, I, okay. I, can I? Hmm? Can, can I just say that the I just think the the threshold for red cards has become too low. For what? Because I think it should only basically be. Can you hear me, guys? Yeah. 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 We just enthralled. We, yeah. We're hanging yeah. on everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Are you thrilled with my calm attitude towards it? Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. Based on how your voice is. I think it should only be for basically deliberate foul play. You know, like punching, kicking, biting, sort of, you know, stuff stuff that would kind of put you in jail if you did it yeah. on the street. Yeah. Because because stuff like, like tip tackling, it's just, it's within the rules of the game, but you just took something too far. Same with the high tackle. You're trying to achieve the object of the game, but you just do it incorrectly. So, so to, to me, something like that should never justify a red card. Mm-hmm. And then that, that to me, if, if they just change the threshold, then they wouldn't need to take these kind of extreme measures, which I would call it. But, yeah, I can kind of – because I can also see – I remember I discussed it a few weeks ago – the difference between getting a red card in the 10th minute of a game and getting the red, a red card in the 80th minute of the game. Yeah. Like, like, because those those punishments for uh, presumably the same level of offence, but the punishment is actually disproportionate to the team. Because obviously, in the one they lose the player for seventy minutes, and then in the one they lose the player for two minutes. So yeah, yeah I think, what, what, I think a, what about like a deliberately cynical, like a Luis Suarez kind of game spoiling? Yeah, but action. but I I would argue that's actually still you're still trying to achieve the objects of the game. You're just doing it in a, like a dirty... Then you dirty get reviewed way. and cited for that, but yeah. Yeah. Yo, yo, no, no, obviously keep keep the keep the citing and stuff like that. But, but I would say... Though, has anyone seen the news if Tanaka's been cited yet? No. 
No. Because the Waratahs, it's on them to cite him, and they won't care because they pumped them like 70, they put 70 points on them. So they, they're not going to be dicks about it and cite him. Because like, honestly, I, I think that try was, uh, that tackle was a lot more severe, or a lot more within the rule, or within the definition of what a red card tackle should be. Uh, like, let me let me stop you right there. We can actually discuss that when we when we get yeah, into the game. Let me quickly... Yeah. But overall, uh, it's a bullshit idea, Tony. Sorry. And just finally, um, if you were paying oh, attention... Oh. Yes, Ben? What about that blue card thing? Do you want to talk about that? Not not right now. We can get... We can get a... Okay. Let me, let, let, yeah, let me push... Oh, yeah, you could because that... Yeah, let, let's save it. Save yeah, let's save it. We'll save, we'll save it when we get to the game. I just want to give Crickwood some recognition that they've uh, earned the right to be in the Super Sport Rugby Challenge final. So I haven't paid attention to this at all. Uh, they beat the Free State 15-27-14, and they're facing the Pumas, who defeated the Sharks 30-17. Uh, the Crickwood's are good value for the win, and will now face the Pumas in the final at the Bridgeton Sports Grounds in Oatsburn. Next Sunday, so that's your. That's, yeah, that's. Oh uh, shit! I might, I might actually try and make a trip there then. Uh, yeah, it's uh, your neck of the woods, Matt. I don't know why they're playing there. Why the fuck are they playing the final there? It makes no <laughs> sense. The Crickwoods are all the way in Kimberley. I don't know. That's and the Pumas are even further what, north. This is what Ma- maybe it's is. maybe it's like Champions League football when like the the place yeah. of the finals just be determined like neutral venue. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. So they're they're in the final, but I guess as you guys were. Uh, Hotly tipping. Let's get let's get into the weekend's action, especially that incident in, this, in the Waratahs game. But we'll start off in Christchurch, where a, a Richie Moe masterclass. Alex was frothing on the WhatsApp group. <laughs> the Crusaders hammered, hammered the Highlanders 45-22. It was Y Crockett's 200th appearance for who was it? Oh, the the, the Crusaders. So um, <laughs> Alex, <laughs> you Adam, Adam, I'm glad I'm glad you hosted. <laughs> It's not rugby. Yeah, exactly. Fuck, you just forget what... Adam, do you know what the name of the stadium is where they play now? Didn't they call it... Isn't it White Crockett Stadium now? There we go. You're up to date. <laughs> was that... Did they just change the name for one game? Or is I'm that hoping it's. I'm hoping it's permanent because it was... Uh, it, was just, it was just for one game. Uh, uh, that sucks. Uh, but maybe maybe when he dies, they'll... they'll, they'll Name like the training field after him or something in that in his time. <laughs> when, well, from, from what it seems, he's in quite robust health because yeah. he only missed eight games out of 200. Nine. So. Nine, Nine yes. sorry. Ten, um, ten was Alex's wildly hyperbolic estimation. Well, let's start. <laughs> Alex, I'll start with you. Um, okay. uh, talking about all things Richie Moe. So, do you think he's better than Boda Barrett? And uh, what did he do, what did he do right um, that made sure the Crusaders pumped the hard? I think I think he's a I think he's a better fly half than Boda Barrett. I agree. If you put that. it that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a just like a ball player kind of thing, I don't think that he's better because I mean, Bowden's obviously special, and we'll get to him later. But look, he's just he's so good at every aspect of the game. Like he's just such a great rugby player. Um, and he's just got an eye for opportunity, and also like a fantastic athlete. So, yeah, uh, just I'm sorry, I'm a huge Richie Mo fan. That's that's fine. Uh, that. <laughs> no, I don't agree. He's a much better, as you said, fly off. So to yeah. speak, strictly strictly looking at being a fly off, he's a much better at just being a fly off than Bowden. So yeah. was was this just the case of the of the Crusader meat grinder um, creating opportunities and? Uh, the backs just finishing off. George Bridge scored again. He's had a fantastic season. Actually, I think he's overshadowed. Sets time and Ivali. He's probably been the fine of the season. He's been outstanding. He kind of doesn't cut the figure of a standard New Zealand wing, but more slight than that. 
but mm. uh, yeah, fantastic player. He's, he's had a very good season. Nothing. Yeah. No. Yes. Everyone's yeah. in awe. Mm. What about Ben Smith? <laughs> he scored a cracking try oh. for, for the oh, Harlem. Ben Smith. Ben. No, I think oh, Ben Smith so sort good. of so good. <laughs> Ben Smith's so highlight is that <laughs> for me was that say that cover save like on what yes. is like seventy six seventy eight minutes you know the game's dead um, but he's still who did he chase down uh, someone was, gas as well yeah it was someone with plenty gas was one of the wings or something he chased yeah. down pinned him pinned him down to the ground like at least what was it like two meters I mean it was like an outstretched arm away away yeah. from the try line and everything no oh. that was for me that was that was more peak Ben Smith than the try. Yeah, but well, it was pretty. Yeah. It was interesting that the Highlanders got themselves back into the game eighteen seventeen, and then that Crusader scored that try on the buzzer, where it was offload, 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 even to the most chunky hooker I've seen in a while, uh, Makaleo, <laughs> super yeah. chunky. So and then the Crusaders blew them away. So uh, is anybody going to stop them from winning the title again uh, this year? I I don't think so. I'll be I'll be kind of upset if they do, to be honest. Um, like they've just been so dominant this whole year. Yeah, that's it. Any, any further comment? I know Ben Smith. He he didn't look he looked, didn't look super great at halftime with his hand. Um, but the Highlanders, their season's almost pretty yeah, pretty pretty much over in a sense. Are they actually still in the top eight? So I haven't bothered checking the log. No, I think they're out of it. No, I think they. Uh, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Uh, I think aren't, aren't essentially but, them and the Rebels playing for playing for a spot. Well, yeah. Uh, well, no. weren't the Sharks there, but now they're not. Or something? Rebels in. I think if I think if, if Sharks if Sharks are out, then I think that I think the Highlanders are. Yeah, because I think Highlanders, Sharks, Rebels, or, Sharks, Atomos, Sharks are still in with a bit of a chance. If I think the Highlanders can trump the Rebels, and then the Sharks can pull off a big win against the Jaguars, I think the Sharks then jump up to eight or something. Yeah, maybe. I can't remember the maths. Um, we need. Someone the, send a message to Ant. Yeah. Ant. The analyst. <laughs> Someone fire up the computer. Yeah, the anarchist. But to, to tell you about the actual table... Oh, no, these are conference tables. Oh, God damn it. Why are they, why are they do this to me? Super is useless. I don't have a combined table. Just no, there. Do it. I'm going to... I'll go to superxv.com. Which, which, credit to them. They're always stuck with their name. Um, they never changed. Even when it went to Super 18, they never changed, changed it. Maybe maybe some smartass knew what was happening and pre-bought Super 18 and Super 14 and just to try. uh, Just keep buying like every permutation, Super super whatever, yeah. All right, but a quick look at the games. I think there might be a bit of an inaccuracy here. It's just the Blues of any pay 14. That's not quite right. But the Crusaders, they topped the overall log on 58. So, uh, Jesus, yeah, they're way out in front. They've clinched top spot with one week to go. Then the Lions... They're actually currently holding on. The Bulls will get onto them. They're a huge favor. They're currently second on the log because they've topped the South African Conference. Uh, we've all spoken about the bullshittery that is the conference system. But anyway, the Waratahs are third and 44. And then the Hurricanes... Wait, wouldn't they be second? Yeah, I think the Waratahs mm. must be second if they have more points. But anyway, then the Hurricanes are in 50, followed by the Chiefs, Highlanders... Oh, the Highlanders are... And the Jags. So we've got one, two, four New Zealand teams uh, in the top eight. That seems Sounds right. about right, yeah. Yeah, wait, one, two, oh, position. Yeah, but then the Rebels are hanging on to eighth. Uh, then you've got the Jaguars at seventh, Highlanders at fifth, then Chiefs and Hurricanes, then Tars, Lions, Crusaders. So uh, another big win for the Crusaders, and the, they march on to a likely so if, home semifinal. Who are the Lions playing this weekend? Sharks, eh? I think so. 
No, the Lions played the Sharks the other day. Aren't they playing the... Oh, right. Not the Stormers? No, the Stormers look done. Have they played the Bulls here? They've only played the Bulls once, I think. Uh, I think you're right. Oh, yes, yeah, you're right. Sharks are playing Jaguars. What am I thinking? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's the Bulls at Ellis Park. All right, well, let's, let's move on. The second game uh, on Friday was a, a barn burner in Brisbane. Uh, the Reds decided to screw the Rebels and win 37-23. Tries by Lance Daguna and Rodder, uh, with Lance kicking six kicks between everything, were enough to overturn uh, the Rebels. I wasn't really able to catch much uh, of this, Alex, but I understand you're a little bit more informed about it than maybe me. Sorry, which game was that? You, Reds you Rebels. Off <laughs> Reds Rebels. Um, yeah, like that was uh, an odd one. Like I personally had the the Rebels to win. Mm. Um, and yeah, like, I mean, their traditional, like, guys played well. Murphy was good. Uh, Reese Hodge still got that hammer of a boot. Um, yeah, like, it was, but I don't know, like, a good effort from the Reds overall, actually. I thought, like, they played more completely than we've seen them play for a while. Um, and Tupo just demolished in the first half scrums. I don't know if you guys got to see the, Penalty scrums. I saw. Oh, I've yeah, seen the one of the penalty oof. try. Yeah, but I mean that was like the the fourth or fifth one that they'd done in a row. That's why the ref was like, "Okay, guys, I can't. Like, this is getting difficult to watch. I just need a water penalty try and and like help the rebels out here." Um, yeah, I don't know. I wish I wish props got um, points, fancy points, for you know um, con- uh, forcing their opponents to give away scrum penalties because um, Tupo just did a real number on on Tatera Falconer. But uh, yeah, uh, no, it was a good game. Was gonna be a... When I saw Falconer was going to be the starting prop for them, I knew it was going to be a bad day at the office for him. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, look, I know one of the highlights of the game. There was a bit of a handbags, and I think it was Timu. He he decided to yeah. to go full uh, shining at the moment that we we, we got on the screen. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, picture. Is that going to be the podcast uh, image for the week? I, I, pre- I prefer it to replace that in the draft league. I prefer, no, no, I prefer no, it to no, replace no, no. the ear, bro. I can't... St- I, I really the ear of look- truth. Yeah, I hate looking at it. Yeah. Tom, <laughs> Tom Robinson's ear, to, to be exact. You no, know, no, no. You know, what the, Adam, you know what the best thing about that ear is? You can't hear your haters with it. <laughs> Blocking out the haters. Block them. Uh, Maddox, uh, I must say Maddox scored a lovely try. I know his team lost. Ugh, charge down. Oh. So I'm just having a look at the highlights again. Oh, Jesus. He, he glided through the reds. Like, yeah, he, at... I like him. I really like the look he of him. Oh, so but, then, but it was then his kick that got charged out <laughs> to give, give the, yeah. the reds a yeah. try. So uh, feast and famine with him, pretty much. Um, uh, look, look at Cockrell's try. And then Sorovi comes through and look at his tackle on Cockrell as he dies for the corner. No, that was insane, hey? Justice. That's an easy deal. That's a yellow card, actually. Yeah, to me, that's a yellow card. But yeah. because Sorovi's a bit small and yeah. uh, the try was scored, n- nothing happened. Like, to me, yeah. that's like it's a complete. Uh, like, 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 it's just such inconsistency. That's what's getting me with the laws lately. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. But yeah, because that, that's sort of what we'd, you'd almost consider um, outcome-based policing as well, that yes. because he scored the try and all that, so there's no someone, point saying. Yeah, someone pointed out on Twitter that, it was, okay, so it was small on big, Sorovia on Cottrell. If it had been the other way around, big on small, Red. 
definitely well probably a yellow i think and then maybe a penalty try if he because small guy yeah. probably wouldn't have got it in um but i mean there was clearly no arms in the tackle whatsoever and this is coming from someone who has Sorovi in his fancy team like it should <laughs> yeah. it should definitely therefore be you're, you're, you're not biased Friday you weren't really upset yet so Friday you were still objective I think from Saturday onwards uh, <laughs> yeah, objectivity flew out the I'll, window I'll take I'll take a bit of a cold shower when you guys get to that game <laughs> uh, I, I did see something just a final point on this one I did see something interesting about um, the Reds wanting to keep Brad Thorne there for as long as humanly yep. possible and I think the Reds they, think... they want him to sign a 10 year contract Oh. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah? <laughs> like, fucking hell, like, like, you know, the world could end in 10 years. Like, like right <laughs> as we know, it could be completely different in 10 years. Like. Uh, but you need a man like Brad Thorne. I mean, what, yeah, what so, so, I, I, do uh, feel, I do feel the Reds have made progress this year. I just think they need someone else other than Lance. But they've made progress this year, especially up front. Like, he's, he's building from naturally from the front row. Upwards, so uh, yeah, I think that they will get better. So I can understand. It's funny, wait, what, yeah. What my mother sent me a link. He's actually an old. He started playing rugby for the Brisbane Broncos before he yes. went over to. Yeah, he's a league con. He's a convert. Yeah. 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 Uh, right. Well, let's move on from Brisbane to the Saturday game. I was able, thank you, to watch a lot more of this. Uh, it was the Chiefs versus the Brumbies. The Chiefs were cruising at one point. I think they were about uh, fifteen or sixteen points up, and the Brumbies scored two quick tries. Uh, via Henry Spate the second would have made you proud Matt uh, he was at the front of a line out through the line out and then he peeled around the side and then picked up the ball and somehow wasn't touched virtually as he ran through but the Chiefs doing the business I do believe that they do miss Anton Leonard Brown which is interesting mm, Sean yes. Wynui isn't I actually feel Sean Wynui is a better wing than centre based on that performance yeah but I, well, I, he, I don't agree with your rates him anywhere I think a wing is alright. He's he's okay. He's not that good. No, but he's not. He's not exceptional as a wing. He's he's decent. Like, mm. yeah, but he's, he's fine. But it's interesting that they they picked him at thirteen, and then Johnny Fowley <laughs> finally yeah. came back. Uh, the great enigma uh, of him starting for the first half of the season. He came back and scored a cracking try. Uh, the ball pinging off the post. Well, no, no. Well, well, we've discovered that's his skill. Catching yeah. the ball once it's hit the pad. It's so very neat. Yeah. It's, it's what the Chiefs wanted, and that's what they got. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what it's picked for. Yeah. Now, now, he, now everyone's like, finally, it all makes sense. Like, why they dragged this dead weight for four games or whatever it was. Uh, da- uh, Damien McKenzie, he was instrumental, uh, naturally, in it. I asked you guys, I'm going to ask now, if he gets moved on, in a fantasy game to center, who do you pick between Richie Moe and Damien McKenzie? Who do you marry? <laughs> And who, you, uh, and who do you kill? Uh, what do you mean if you get marry. picked as a center? What you on about? No, no. Uh, so they both, if they both get, Sorry, if they both play, if they both sold as fly offs on, on Fox Sports. Well, wait, oh, I'll change. Well, I'll change that question. I would say Richie Richie Moe's a better fly off, but Damon McKenzie scores better. That would be yeah, my. McKenzie must probably picks up more I'm fantasy. Gonna a, I'm going to do a fact check on this. No, Richie Moe got I'm 70 this check. week thus far. Just Guys, you don't understand the power of Richie Moe. Yeah, but yeah, but the problem no, no, is, no, no, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying. But just the way Dmac plays, because he runs laterally, he breaks tackles. I, yeah, I think if I was picking a rugby team, I'd rather have Richie Moe. But a fantasy okay. team, I'd rather have Dmac. So David um, McKenzie has he's played 14 games. 
This is what he, I was going to say. You're going to have he's got, an, he's got an average score of 52.6 every game, which I think we can all agree is is fucking is that's fantasy gold. Yeah. Anyone yeah. who scores above 50% on average is fantasy gold. 52.6. Richie Moanga has only played eight games. He's scoring 52.6. Oh, sorry, 52.4. So Mackenzie yeah, is like, literally. Like, like, like I said, DMAC, great call. He's bit. better. <laughs> he's actually, better. Actually, the, actually the, if you have a look at Mwanga's, his games, the game, why his average is maybe a bit lower than Mackenzie's is because, don't forget, there's the one game where he broke his jaw, so he went off early, so that scores. Yeah, McK- Mackenzie a, went off at half time in a game, though, as well. Mackenzie got injured as well. Yeah. We, and we yeah, but Mackenzie's got 14 games, and he's got 8 games, so the game has got more to dilute it. Yes. Yeah, going off early on one game out of eight versus going off early one game out of 14 is going to make us... St- Look, I'm filling the ant roll right now. I don't know why. It's uncomfortable. So uh, the thing with DMAC is that he's, his low score is 23 and Moanga's low score is 28. So I'm assuming those are the two games where they went off injured. But I think for me that kind of sums it up is that DMAC's higher risk... Higher risk higher, he's got a higher ceiling and a higher... And a bit of lower floor. Like if if they're playing in the wet and the and the Chiefs are having a bad game, like he he might just kind of get you twenty points, you know. Whereas Richie Mo can do it in all conditions, but he's not going to get you a hundred points in a game. Oh, I reckon he could get you a hundred points in a game. I hope so. I hope it's this week that he does that. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Come on, recalk. Alright, but yeah, the, the Chiefs marching on and I think the Brambies they yeah, they they came pretty close. So I think next next week's big clash and we get that for Super Bowl will be very interesting. D Mac will be arrested for that. It, it has to happen, so uh, he'll be out. So then Starty McKenzie will be taking his place, which I'd be a little bit concerned about. Uh, that's all. He's just not coming I, I have no time for Stardy McKenzie. <laughs> Shame, like he and like Damien tried so hard to give him a try. Do you, do you guys see that point where like yes. Damien did like his usual Damien thing and he like made an active effort to seek out Stardy and he was like, Stardy, take the try. And then Stardy knocked it on and everyone was <laughs> like, ah, Stardy. He tried to pass it back. Or, oh, it's just a fucking he tried to show. pass it back, which is which in rugby is just passing it. And he, he somehow... <laughs> Just passed it no, forward no, or something. You passed it back to Damien, like not yeah, back. Yeah, like he didn't want the he didn't want the burden. Um, yeah, and like, you know, <laughs> that, that running twenty meters with no one around yeah. you, starting to handle that pressure. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, and also uh, like Mackenzie set up a breakaway, and then uh, Starty was trying to throw a looped pass over I can't remember the covering defender, and he couldn't do it. If he had managed yeah. it, they would have scored another try and been ahead. Maybe it might have been the bonus point try. Yeah. For all we know. And you can Actually, just hear, like, everyone what, what, in the stadium, like, is just collectively like, ah, oh, Stardy. Classic Stardy. Classic Stardy. <laughs> when did the Brumbies comeback start? Because I'm willing to say it's probably about 30 seconds after Stardy came on. Uh, pretty soon, pretty soon after that. In the last 15 <laughs> minutes, they, they were actually really good. They put, they, they started to dominate. They were, like, got a little bit more physical. David Pocock, beyond his work with the breakdown, he also had a very good game. He's actually impressed me. Uh, a lot as a ball carrier, so... No, it's like he still, he still... He wasn't actually too prolific at the breakdown. I don't think he stole any this game. I, I, didn't. One. I think he got, he got one. But he's showing quite a lot as a carrier as well. Uh, so he's not... Yeah, he's yeah, like, pony. He's actually added some more uh, sort of arrows to his quiver, hasn't he? Yeah. He's always been quite good at that, I think. But, like, I think he's just been under less pressure to do that job in previous teams. Like, obviously, for the Wallabies, when you have a guy like Hooper, yeah. who's much yeah, more or, active uh, carrying... 
Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Like, I think now with the weaker Bramby side, he's having to take on more kind of responsibility. Yes. Which is the same thing that Hooper's had to do with the, with the Waratahs when they lost Palu. It seemed like he kind of stepped up to carry the ball a lot more, but that spread him too thin, whereas Pocock seems to kind of thrive under the added duties, I guess. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah, let's, uh, let's then move on to Alex's favorite game of the weekend where the Hurricanes battered the Blues. 42-24, Nagani Lamape scoring gonna, four tries. I'm going to mute my mic for a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're, cu- we're, cu- we're, we're cutting premier content here, though. No, I'll, I'll come back on when you guys are done. Unless I hear you say something really egregious, in which case I won't be able to help Yeah, yeah then, then he'll, he'll actually burst through. Through it, but a massive win by by the Hurricanes. But it does kind of concern me. Oof. So I'm just having like the highlights Adam, again. Adam, should, should, we, should we give the listeners some context why Alex is so yeah, beaten we sh- up? We should. Uh, a couple of weeks ago in our draft league, Alex, who's been uh, really pushing hard to get that coveted grand final berth, he his opponent that he faced this week, Andrew, uh, did a very big deal with another one of the players that saw Laumapi end up in Andrew's team. This was weeks ago, two three weeks ago. Uh, and then it goes out that Lamapi scored over 100, 110? Easily. I reckon I reckon he might be pushing 150. Yeah, 150. I reckon too. With four tries. Oh, four tries. Um, let's see. A line break. Lots of bus, line breaks. Uh, lots of tackle bus. Lamapi, yeah. they call him a wrecking ball, but he's going to be the wrecking ball for Alex's Me draft just carried hope. as well. Jesus. Uh, yeah. I, think, I think we might be looking at the highest fantasy score of all time by a player. Yeah, of the, the season, at least. Of the, this is easily the score of the season. Who was at 13 for the Blues? Surely, I know, I know uh, Rico was at 12. Uh, Rico, wasn't it? No, was Rico, Rico, 12. Rico, Rico is at 12. And Oberon didn't play, so who was there? Oh, gosh. I just saw him for a little... I'm going to try to find out, because that, that was ridiculous. Uh, was, it uh, Collins? was it Collins? I think it was Collins. It was Collins at 13? Well, yeah, there's your it fucking... Was, it was Collins. Oh. It was Collins. Oh, there he is. Thank you, Ben. I'm back. <laughs> So, what, Alex, surely then your rage should be directed at, at Michael Collins because his tackling, he was weak, super weak. Uh, I mean... In all fairness, I, Col- I Collins appeared I... to get through La Mappi a few times, so it just seemed like some sort of gentleman's agreement. Yeah. To be honest with you, Adam, I don't know who I'm angry with. I, all I know is that I'm angry. Uh, I don't know where to direct my rage. <laughs> Well, look, uh, Rico was also very good, uh, showing that World Player of the, uh, the Year. He, he did gas Geordie uh, Barrett. That's what happens when you put on too much weight, um, if you ask me, eating all those Mac- McDonald's. Well, was Geordie Barrett oh, ever? Because yeah. Geordie Barrett got caught by a lock the other day. Yeah. yeah. But I also, think... like, let's not, let's not sell Rico short. I mean, like, you don't have to put on weight to get gassed by Rico. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, prefer, I, I feel well, like Barrett's gotten... Barrett at, at his 11 100 time. What a... What a fucking... I feel like Barrett's gotten uh, worse. I mean, he's still a very good player, but he's not as good as last year, and the big difference, I believe, is he's added more bulk. He was a bit more leaf last year. Yeah, same as Brian Habana. It's the same... This I don't think Habana was ever the same after he added bulk. Yeah, no, I agree. But, he didn't really... Yeah. I don't know. So for me, okay, yes, I, I agree that Jordy hasn't been ha- as good as he was last year, but I don't think that last year was his his normal level either. So last year he played above himself, um, which is obviously great in your debut season. This year I feel like he's played below himself. So his true level, even with the added bulk, is somewhere in between his average performances this year and the way he played last year. But I think he's gotten better in the last few games. Like I think the last 
four or five rounds of Super Rugby, I think he's seen a bit of an improvement. Like, he's running into space a lot better. In the beginning of the season, like, he just kept running into people. Like, he was being clumsy. Yeah. Maybe he just needed to kind of figure out where he fit that. I, th- I think his high his high ball work has become a lot better. Yeah. Not necessarily, like, he was always quite good at sort of the cross-kick high ball, because that, that's sort of his iconic, Forte, you know, that yeah. that was like his breakthrough move, you know, when he took that cross, <laughs> that cross-kick and sort of tapped it back. Yes, yeah. Yeah, but I, I think he's become better at sort of the contestable, like like I would say he's kind of falling into a bit of Israel Falau mold without, mm. you know, the the uh, hatred and the, the, amazing, and the, the, the amazing high ball yeah. skills. Yeah, the other, not not the not the other stuff. Oh, I'm, sorry, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just watching this. It's like, oh gosh, a little less gay bashing, a little bit more McDonald's in the lounge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, look, so they, they, they all they oh. all have their they all have their issues. Well, look, I know I, I've been I've been tuning uh, Jordy Barrett, but I've just seen that uh, very sexy flick that set up my mm. map for for the try that uh, really yeah in a sexy flick. Burden, I think. Was that Bowden? Oh, it was Bowden. You're right. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think five iron sexy flick, but I don't think Bowden's was great that game. No. Nah, like, I, I found him very sort of absent. That's the thing about him, though. He he could be high. He hide. He could hide for a lot of the game. Mm. Out of nowhere, he'd, he'll just eat a gap and then disappear. Even if he's having a yeah, bad no, game. No, no, no. But I I don't th- like like that's fine. But I just think his. His sort of his big play moments weren't as sort of big as you normally see them, and when he was absent, he was very absent. If that yeah. makes sense. And, and, and it, whereas, yeah, and to, like to go back to our earlier conversation, with like Richie Moanga, I think he stays he stays present like throughout the game, in one way or yeah. another. Um, like you can yeah, tell yeah, he's, he's more sort of instrumental throughout the game, but then yeah. no, no, but to I don't know, like. I do think Steve Hansen is naturally very conservative. If you just look at his selection, like now not picking someone like Ben Lamb, for example, I found, and then picking someone like Mona Scudder. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no, Mona Scudder didn't actually. Did he play in that series? I don't actually remember. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, but I just think Steve Hansen is naturally very conservative, and it would have, Mm. it would take a lot for, I think the only way Richie's going to get in basically is if Bowden gets injured. I guess so, but I mean that—that's isn't that it's the opposite? Because like, surely, surely is the conservative pick. Yeah, I was just gonna say you saying, but no, I think no, 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 gets into a no, rap no, with picking no, players. No, 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 because he's got trust issues. Maybe no, like trust. he's more likely to do what he's done in the past. Yeah, you know, yeah, he, yeah. he gets dropped, drop the incumbent just for the sake of it. I mean, to be or, fair, like it is like why change a winning formula? You know, like you got Burton Barrett, who's like the player of the year. It doesn't make sense to be like, okay, well, time to try something new. Like, you, you, you keep doing it until you lose a game or to, until you lose a series. And then you can be like, all right, Bowden, you know, we can try something else just for this game. Yeah, yeah but I, 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 I kind of feel that's what happened, you know, because now England's just had a meltdown. And I think that was kind of their problem, that they actually got stuck in a bit of a... Yeah, that, like, like, this works, this works, this works. And then suddenly, when it no longer worked, they just had no they had no plan B at all. I think I think that's that's almost exactly what happened to the Springboks over the last yeah. like eight eight years because we stuck we've we stuck with the 2007 team like until we squeezed literally every last drop out of those guys like every single fucking point that was up for grabs from that squad of players we got from them, 
And then yeah. when when they were totally dry, it took us like two or three games to realize that they were out of juice. And then by then uh, it was too late because we didn't have any uh, ripe. Yeah, yeah, lem- we we had lemons. no one. Sorry, and, this and medical now, got away from me. <laughs> no, 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 it's true because now we're having to play starting teams that have less than like a hundred caps. Yeah, and it, it annoys me because people just, will be like, people will be like, um, World Cup. Yeah, exactly. But like, it annoys me because people will be like, oh. Look how few caps we have between all our scrum halves. We therefore need to pick like Fru Dupree again or someone or like Ron Pino. And you're like, but yeah. dude, that's only that's kicking this over. That's only problem. kicking this over until 2019. Then we're going to be stuck with, oh, we got no caps in our scrum halves again. This is how yeah. you get caps in your scrum halves. You got to fucking play them. This, this is almost exactly what's happening with Western Province and their loan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we just keep borrowing. We just keep mortgaging the property yeah. every time. That's it just podcast like, goes full circle. I think, yeah, I, think, I think it's yeah. Victor's very much sitting there. That Victor Matchelson is probably going, guys, I've played scrum off at like junior high school. Uh, <laughs> yeah. school. If you need a scrum off, I've got the caps. When, when the Bulls line-out was fucking out so badly in the first half, I was half expecting Victor to like, like you just appear. <laughs> and Victor's <laughs> ripping his pants and he's still got his shorts and long socks. Uh, yeah. One of those like WWE, WWE things, like suddenly all the lights go off and there's like thunder and lightning and then spotlight <laughs> on the on the tunnel. <laughs> And Victor yeah, is striding. <laughs> you played him. Back up! Back up! Back up! Uh, this is my house. Right. Let's like let's quickly let, let's 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 move on from uh, Victor Matthew. What would you, I don't know what you would call him though. The wrestler, the lineup general. Speaking of a wrestling, let's move on to the game that featured a wrestling move. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for the assist. I was just going to do that. The Waratahs, they bumped the Sunwolf 77-25 trials by Newsom to Navarro to Wells, Rhoda, Phipps, Hannigan, Falaf. Hannigan did get handed off like a huge don't argue, though, by Michael Litch. Falaf got to Beal and Kepu. Uh, the Iceman Foley was excellent, but the major talking point in the game was the 38th-minute red card. Who got it? Was it Masaway? Not Masaway. Uh, Masaway, yeah. Yeah, so he, he got the card. Um, gentlemen, discuss. What happened? Well, I think I think we've kind of said what we needed yeah, to we say. Said, that red, like it's, and it's an unfortunate. Like it, it was it was a red card, but yeah, I'm saying under my sort of vision, it shouldn't have been a red card because he was trying to achieve the objects of the game. He just got overexcited. Out of position, yeah, he was out of position when he made not out of position. He was in a shit body position when he made the tackle. So it was an unfortunate result for what he was trying to do, but. The way, and I mean, the ref justified justified his reasoning for the card, and you can't really argue with what the ref was saying, why it was a red and all that. So, I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's it an was, unfortunate. It was, fair, it was fair that in terms of the rules, it was a red, but I don't think the rules are right. Yeah, I mean, like, so I hear, you, I hear what you're saying, Ben, in terms of, like, the threshold for red cards being much higher. Um, I think if you take, like, a compromised position where it's not quite what you're saying, where, like, you have to let, literally assault the guy to be red, and then, but it's also not as bad as the current system where you judge purely on what the outcome was. So for me, the older system, the better system is you judge it on the like the potential outcome. So you still have player safety as a big concern, but like you look at like how what could have resulted from this action. And in this case, like Foley was fine, but. He really could have fucked, like he could have broken. Yeah, his, yeah he to, could have broken. Just, no, no, 100%. Just, just to describe those you haven't seen it, as Flau was scooting away for forward, excellent try set up by Bernard Foley, who to tried a gap and then just laid it off. Masawera put on a decentish tackle to Foley uh, as Foley offloaded it, but when then he picked him up, 
and then dropped him down at an angle where his head landed first and put pressure on his neck. So it was a red card. So, um, yeah. because going to that point, bad. you have to you have to do that. But then the Waratahs then um, just ran away with it, pretty much. Uh, I mean, that's where what was his position? Is he center? Sorry. He's a wing. He's a wing. Oh, so the defensive so, structure goes to hell. Really. He was also the right. He was also on like yeah. He was he was yeah, he, he was, was a full right wing. wing. No, he he was a Naira Varas wing. Oh yeah, it's Naira Varas. Oh uh, yeah, what yeah. Could, what can so, possibly go wrong? Exactly. So I mean, every deep kick. Yeah. So that from that point, second half was essentially kick deep down the one side, and we we laughing. Yeah. You know who I think the best the best finisher in that game was though. Yamada. Oh yeah, it was Yamada. Because oh dude, my, did you see him goose step the shit out of Izzy Falao? Yo, he made Izzy Falao look stupid. That made me so happy. He did that little goose step in the end and gone. Then he oh. just gassed him around the outside. Oh man, the confidence to do that to Izzy Falao. Yeah. But that's the thing. Yamada's done nothing up until... Oh, well, okay, he has probably played like a handful of games. He hasn't played too many games, but and the games he's been in, haven't he hasn't been electrifying or any sort of performance. And then just those... He scored two, and both, the, the goose step and the first try even as well. Yeah. It was like 30 meters down the wing, down the line as well. was also great. Uh, yeah. I, I do like the fact that Nayavora got a Nayavora classic where guys tries to tackle him around his like massive thighs. You know, and yeah. and he just skips away. You know, I don't think it takes rocket science. And it's like, do not tackle him there. Either you have to hit him, ball or tackle, uh, but even then he might bounce you. Oh, so I just saw your mother's goose step. That is a thing of beauty. Or uh, you take, <laughs> oh. or you take, or you take him out by his ankles. Oh. I'm, just, I'm just having a look at this again. Offload. Oh, oh. Hadar. Oh. And then okay, he's going. Oh, should we should we mention Hadar's streak is that was finally broken? What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hadar. What, that, come to kicks. Thirty-eight kicks. Can I say? Can I say? All of Hayden now, because that feels. Yeah, nice. No, just Hayden. Nice, no, just Hayden. Sadly. R.I.P. Can, can I just say? I know there's a lot of talk about Bowden or Richie Mo, but I think Hayden should probably start for the All Blacks. <laughs> with that deadly boot. Yeah. Well, look, it's, um, compared to the boot that they've got in the All Blacks squad at the moment, it'll be like a three times improvement. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 at least. Well, no, I, I don't think it's just his boot. I think he's playing a very yes. good all-round game. Okay, obviously he's not Richimo quality, but uh, I, I, I don't know. I think Hayden. No, I, no, I really enjoyed him playing there as well. No, it was quite a fun um, to watch. I just see but also let's Tanaka's. Well, the, yes, the the DDT, the DDT, the DDT. It's like, ah, uh, what? How? No, the best is that. <laughs> I just want to bring this up. And he only Tanaka's got yellow DDT. for that. Yeah, this is the big joke as well, but... I think that Tanaka... they felt bad. Yeah, but... Um, the sun was, I think that's honestly why I didn't get a worse... That's a red. I think he should have gotten a red I'm card. I'm sorry, that's an absolute red it was card. Because it's technically a neck roll, isn't it? What do they call it? They called it a neck roll, didn't they? <laughs> technically, it's a DDT. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay, to be fair, I'm going to send you guys. There's a... This weekend, an even more entertaining DDT happened. There's a Michael Jackson impersonator wrestling... Oh, and yeah. cop the guy and then did a little moonwalk first. <laughs> then DDT's the guy. Saying so moonwalks backwards and then boom, plants the guy on his head. I Fuck wish it. I wish Fumiaki had done that. <laughs> just in his tug, just moonwalking, yeah. breaking yeah. up the ground. <laughs> just donks the guy on his head. Uh, to be fair, like it was a pretty effective technique for a little guy. Like it was good, that's though. what it takes to it was he, uh, he, he had what, it was like one arm around the neck and then the other arm sort of grabbed Gordon's thigh. Yeah. Sort of folded Gordon up nicely, sort of in on himself, and then just pranked him on the top of his head. 
Alright, let's. But in all fairness, Gordon no sold that because Gordon just popped up immediately, exclaiming. So Gordon said, no, he, he literally said, "What the fuck?" I love that. He was just no, like, like no. pops up immediately, like guys. I, I actually did Gordon. He seems like quite an honest little guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, right, he didn't like, lay there looking for a penalty at all. He just yeah. immediately got up and protested. We we need to move on. Uh, just a quick thing. Ah, uh, just a quick yes no from everyone. Are the Waratahs the best, worst, worst, best team in Super Rugby? I think so. They can be good, but they're terrible at the same time. I don't know. Yes, no? Uh, the, the, the Sharks are up there for that as Ooh, well. Too sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I think, I think I, each, each conference has one actually, of those. Actually, now the fact you remind me of the Sharks is definitely the Sharks. The Blues are just... And, and, in a way, and in a way, the Jaguares are also up there after well, this weekend. Well, that's a, very, <sighs> that's a nice uh, half volley for me to uh, drive there, Ben, because let's talk about that game where the Bulls... <laughs> what sport is this? Where the Bulls came back from being 19-0 down. Uh, that sounds familiar, to beat the Jaguars 43-34 in a barnstormer, particularly second half at Loftus. Can we just, I, I want to point out that I think Archias Neyman's the one that pulled it out the fire for the box as well. Fucking hell. Because he's, oh, he's obviously, he's obviously, because the, the, I think in his post-match in this game, he even said, you know what, I had some strong words with the lads behind the posts after the, after the 19 points or whatever, and they rallied from that point on. And I think he may have been the one who gave the strong words and not Dwayne for me, Dwayne for me for the box as well. Oh, here is the puppet master behind the Springbok success. Oh, is just like, Oaks, I'm going to push club the one of you nets. Let's the next <laughs> And then all of a sudden, nothing happened. Yeah, look, we, we picked the Jaguars to win in Superbrew, and I, I, I was looking, for, I was very happy with how it was going because I do like it. And they were playing such great rugby. I was a little bit unlucky for the Jesse Curry well, interception try. In the first 10 minutes, I'm like, the Bulls are going to take 100 here. Yeah, yeah. it did look like this. <laughs> like the the, the Hugwires were scoring at will. Yeah. I could not see where you can defend against the way they were playing. It was incredible. Mm. Like, oh, Sorry, I got overexcited. Well done, guys. Tick your bingo box. <laughs> no, you didn't go that high, though, Ben. You go that high. Your high comes when you get angry excited, not, not happy Maybe, excited. Maybe it's have had whiskey as well. Maybe that... This is the first time I've had a podcast so bad ages, guys. No, I've also done this one on tea and not beer. Yeah, I had tea as well. Um, you know, it was before wine o'clock. We are recording this one, yeah, before oh, It was before wine o'clock. Before... Uh, you know, he had a very good game for the guys. No, they lost. Gonzalo Bertrandu. He had, he, had yeah. he had a very good game for them. He scored well, to, two yeah. tries. So to, score two to be tries. honest, this, this is why it's so weird for me. Because, like, okay, obviously, I was watching it very closely because I had a lot of fantasy points riding on it on both sides. Both Andrew and I had a lot of guys in that game. But, like, almost all the Hagwaros had a good game. Yeah, like, did, um... Bertrand New played well. Sanchez played really well. Bofili was good. Uh, Pablo Matera was Desia good. was good. Ortega Desi was amazing. And Andrew had him on his bench, thank God. Um, good. And Crema was good when he came on as well. Exactly. Like, okay, so yeah, the, only, the only area of weakness... Sorry? De La Fuente wasn't great. Don't say that. Like, You're gonna okay. piss off Alex. No, no, no. He wasn't. He wasn't great. He wasn't. To be honest, I didn't pay a huge amount of attention to the. Individuals. He wasn't great though. It wasn't. He's, he normally is better. And I know I tipped him in the fantasy episode. So sorry, sorry to those people who are tricked. Um, uh, but I think the only people who had a bad game for the High Growers were the front row. Uh, so I'd also like say the defensive, Bata, the defensive coordinator, Hundred uh, Pollard, charted some gaps that the Bulls created holes oh, with yeah. their wall. Yeah, that's true. No, Hundred Pollard was good. And Ooh. Jesse Creel, like, let's not forget, like, they had a couple of really soft tries, the Bulls. 
Mm, that last... Yeah, that, what, Creel, that, God, Creel's been scoring some very easy tries lately, huh? Yeah. Like Creel's no stats are just overpowered now. Because, yeah, he's... What was that? That's that one on the halftime hooter was a ridiculous one. How many points, yeah. how many points did he get this get this round? Uh, let me just have a quick look. Oh, God. Creel? Uh, 30, 36. Oh, shit, man. He was does on that the bench. God damn it. Does that no, he, never, he never scores that well, though. Because, uh, yeah, this is what I was asking as all of the weekend, because I know DMAC gets it for defenders beaten when they run sort of across the field. No, no, but he, 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 lets, like, he lets the attackers touch him. Creole yeah, doesn't. Uh, there, needs, there needs to be contact first. Does there need to be contact for the okay. I think so. Creole like does it when you see, like, a whole line run up at Creole, and Creole just sort of yeah. skims across, like, half a meter in front of this whole rush defense. Maybe he's like, got himself uh, in his fantasy team. Maybe that's why he does that. He's like, ah, oh, miss me with those tackles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As well, he's running, he's like, one, two, three, this tackles. That's so, uh, what I like the most about this, I, I like the Loftus grass, it very much says, okay, it's winter in the high felt. You know, it like reminds me of those days. Yeah, the colours back, look weird. Yeah, like back in school, where, where, where the grass has lost that sheen of green. For the Stormers game, were also weird. Like, it looked like it was too dark for the Stormers game, and it looked like it was too light for the Bulls game. No, no, the, the color saturation was weird at the on TV at least. No, bro, the bulls, the bulls feel that's a high felt grass. That's the winter, bro. No, but yeah, no, 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 the grass is supposed to be brown. Even Cut. even when they pan to the crowd and stuff, like you couldn't, like anyone wearing white in the crowd just was sort of like this bright sort of specter. Yeah, well, look, whoever, yeah, the, do you ever design Loftus? Clearly, didn't really think about uh, the sun rays because I, I mean, like the, the stand has shadow that goes over weird parts, which makes the cameraman's life hell and. But that, Th- that's, that's every thing. stadium in SA, Adam. No, every right? Stadium. No, so but has that shadow realm on like the one on the one wing has it in every afternoon game. Alex has been bitching about this all season. Yes. Have you not been paying attention? <laughs> I have a lot. There's a sort of fog of war over the left. I have a lot. Or to... the left wing. The bot- Let's call it the bottom half of the field on the, your TV screen. Yeah, so, so, so you you saying we we should align fields east to west, but yeah. it Instead seems of... like. Our fields are aligned north to south. Yeah, yeah. No, but if you got east, if you go east to west, then you're gonna have someone <laughs> kicking straight into. Yeah, if you yeah. align it east west, you're gonna have your the kickers are gonna be kicking straight into. Yeah, I staring think that's exactly into the why they don't do it. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. thanks. Yeah. Thanks for sh- all of you shitting on my parade. That's fine. <laughs> but uh... you thought it through. No, 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 no. But but I see the so so it's like it's like a compromise. So you never. So you they never were actually... all built like that before TV, essentially. Yeah, I'm the just decision trying to was made taken before Because yeah. I know at at school all yeah. all our field, all our rugby fields were aligned the same way, and I'm guessing that's why. No, yeah. some of them were aligned differently. Makes a lot of sense if you think about it. Because <laughs> yeah, if you go east west, you got to it's kicking across. You're looking at oh, the sun to kick. One, one but at school, it doesn't make it. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Um. Let's. Uh, but in fairness, I mean, at school, kicking's not kicking for posts is ne- not nearly as important. Let's yeah, but also, also you play you play early in the day. Yeah, I was, so was going to say your game is normally at like two to three. Yeah. Okay, go. Let's move on. And we be we be great in two thousand and five because of a kick. So. Oh my god. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> I, I, I try to sing. Tell me more about St Andrews. Uh, uh, Jesus, <laughs> you know. It's, oh god, it's like like hurting cats. Two thousand five. That's just before I got to Rhodes. How Mo- was it? Moving on to New Lens, the Stormers' last <laughs> game of the season. Adam, that was your first year. Did you go to that game? No, god damn it. I'm trying to move on here. We we run, we we have things to talk about, Matt. What was your question? Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, 2005. Did you go watch that game? St Andrews versus Gray. Uh, that was your first. I think I I did go to Gray 
no, I went to Graham for some reason. I have no Graham. idea why. Yeah. You were just drunk and just found your way there. The, were you just hanging around schoolboys just with no reason? No, I think there might have been lurking without intent. There might have been something, rug- something rugby wise <laughs> on. I don't remember, but yeah, a lot of my time in my first two years of varsity, I, I was why was why was I around schoolboys because I was drunk. Uh, yeah, Adam, yeah, Adam, you needed like a little one of those sort of tracker columns. You know like how people <laughs> implant a microchip in their pets. Adam's first two years at varsity, one of those would have been helpful. Yeah, I'm just very glad that you weren't there my first year, Matt. Uh, given, yeah, no. given the cuck I, got, I, I uh, got up to you. I know you heard about me, the legend that, that I was. <laughs> guys, I'm just... Let's all take a bit. What do you think the first thing Adam ever told me was? Uh, you have told me this. I can't remember what it is now. I feel like this has already been mentioned in air. I don't know if we need to um, refer to it again. <laughs> the first thing Adam says to me ever. Oh, besides, just just, just besides leave, leave it there. Leave it there and have the have the fans a message in. They can try guess. What's the He's not related to fellow Wakefield. Okay, uh, okay. This, this is the competition. If you are listening, what was the uh, Matt and I know each other from university, um, and I will give you a little bit of context. Matt took my old room. Uh, in first year. I was in second year, I went upstairs, he was downstairs, he took my old room. What was the first thing I said to him? And it was about... Uh, don't, get, don't, get, don't get a blue light bulb. Okay, that was your guess. Alex? Yeah. Um, Wasn't that don't awesome get comfortable? Um, well, you, you, <laughs> no, you, I, can't remember, I can't remember what it is. It's in the I have been told. Yeah, I think um, they can... Like tweet, tweet, tweet at us your answers. Yeah, you Hashtag. can tweet at us. Sorry, my wife's busy. She's behind me. She just indicated. I'm also listening to this conversation as well. And she's. Uh, she knows this, surely. Surely she knows this. I think she does. Tell her, tell, her, tell her to tweet in. Tweet in. Uh, tell her to tweet in. She must have a. Darling, they say you should tweet, tweet in. No, tweet. But we need to pick a hashtag. We need a hashtag so that we can sort of collect all the answers together. Hashtag. Adam's hello. I don't think they're going to be as many answers as you think. We've only got like three <laughs> listeners. <laughs> three listeners on. We've got like three listeners who also use Twitter. Yeah. Okay, now let me right, move, move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Stormers, Stormers. Yeah, then we've got to do picks. Stormers, Sharks. Stormers came out 27-16 winners. Uh, the Dylan Lades of old returned uh, mm-hmm. for a scrumptious autumn. Even if Loon had a good game. Yeah. Uh, just, just out of nowhere as well. Who did, well, Rule, I know he got a try. He also had the, the biggest, baddest, biggest moments. Up, uh, yes, no, that was, up like two no, They're not was defending. They're not which, uh, Rule was no, defending, which I think is generally what he takes the most flack for. So good on him. No, no, he had a good game. He sort of, Rule, I think, came out with like a no, no, no balance in that game. He managed, That's I think, not yeah. really good thing, man. No, for Rula, it's a good thing, because I think he's come out with a couple of negative balances as well. Oh, yeah. that's If he could break even, that's a good Yeah, for Rula to break even, I think he's had a good day at the office. Oh, fair enough. Uh, so, how did the Stormers manage to win this? No. Did they? Yeah, they did. How did they win? Yeah, they did. I'm a little bit disappointed in the Sharks. So, that comment I made about uh, the Waratahs very much applies to the Sharks. Great one week. Bang average the next. Although, Dan Dupre did go for it early, didn't he? Yeah, he did. But he wasn't... He had, he wasn't having an impact. No, he end. wasn't really doing much. Um, yeah. And Pavilion, I don't know. It, like Pavilion had been covered in the physical. It, it it had a very similar shape to the Sharks Lions game actually, where the Sharks just kind of didn't do much. But instead of where the Sharks kind of had a little flurry at the end of the Lions game last week, 
they just chose not to have a little flurry this time. Yeah, I don't know. Can I can I just mention who I thought was one of the bigger reasons why the Storm has won, and that's Joshua Stunder. Um, he was fantastic. The rookie rookie flyoff stepping in for Jean-Luc Duplessis, who got injured just before the game, I think. And, no, he was like, he was really sort of like, and he took a few hits as well, like, and he was back on his feet. Like, he looks like he could be, like, I'm not going to say Springbok level or anything like that. But, yeah, but like, definitely he, he's got the making. Yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, he's, he looks like he could be the real deal for Super Rugby level. And I think the best thing about his game was his kicking. Yeah. Because one of the most common problems for any team playing in Newlands is that they don't get enough length on their, or distance on their kicks. He had some, like, real long touch finders a couple of times. And that was just putting, putting constant pressure on the Sharks. Yeah. How bad was, was kicking for touch this week, though? Yeah, oh. generally, there were a lot of missed kicks for touch. Eric missed one from, like, five meters. He missed touch. Uh, is that the one where he... Wait, who kicked dead? Did someone kick dead? No, Perifeta. It might have been Yeah, yeah Perifeta, yeah. Like, he was, maybe he wasn't from... He was in the 22, and he kicked dead. Like, it was shit. Mm. That's, what, that's one of the things they were saying about... Uh, Sanchez actually is that he doesn't kick far, yeah, but he, he does secures, at least kick it out. Yeah, he secures touch. He doesn't at least he he tries. He's he's more about actually getting touch than actually looking well, for. They, they they've got a they've got a strong line out, so it makes sense to ensure yeah. you make touch. Um, can I just point out something quite weird? That uh, Corbus Visa, the the current Corbus Visa, yeah, he, he, he was playing lock. Yes. And Peter Steph the toy was playing flank. Yeah. Where Peter Steph's primary position is is lock, and Corbus Visa's primary position is flank. I was a bit confused by that. Mm, it was very basically. Apparently, that's also, someone was saying that it's more tinfoil, that it was a directive from up high again. You know that they want to see Peter Steph at seven more to see that for the box sake. Mm. But yeah, like I said, that's more tinfoil than we can who can tell with Fleck. Yeah, but I, I was a bit weird that I was a bit because the Stormers can't make the play, couldn't can't make the playoffs, couldn't have made the playoffs. Why yeah. didn't they? I was expecting more of an experimental side from them, you know, kind of give give guys a bit of exposure to that level. But they kind of put out the think, the, the normal. I side. think they played they played all the guys that are leaving essentially. Flex kind of desperate, desperate to hang on to his job, so he's like, "Fuck, we need a win here." If you ask him, he'd probably be like, uh, "Development is is next year's problem." I don't know why we're talking about that now. Because oh, yeah. I think half that, a good chunk of those those players are, are gone. I mean, that was their last game for the Stormers, essentially. Hmm. Who's just remind me who's going? Out of I know for Ruler is definitely I going. Remember. I think yeah, uh, he is going. Wasn't it Visa's um, last game as well? Visa, really. No. Really? Uh, what? No, who was? No, no. Visa was talking about the other guys. Even sorry, I'm sort of overlaying the words. And Visa was talking so, about. Okay, the so guys. I think I'm trying Relate? to remember. Someone, someone took a photo after the game with the guys who were leaving it. I think JC Yancer for is going. Yes, yeah, yeah. Is Lades going? I haven't read anything about Lades. No, I'm trying to think. Oh wait, no, but Lades wants to go. I'm tired of Lades. Because wasn't they going to go to Japan now? But yeah, then so they... th- there was, that was the story. Like, Lades' agent walked into, like, the West the Province thing, yeah. offices and was like, I want my, my player to be released, like, next week or something. And they told him to fuck off. So I think he's only leaving now at the end of the season but to, to Japan. I don't think he's going to Europe. Yeah, yeah. But there's someone um, else who's leaving. Let me find it here. There's an article here. At the end of the campaign, uh, 
Card, Divanacher, Ansef and Rensberg, and Rule, yeah. Yeah, Divanacher was the one I'd forgotten about. Yeah. So, I mean, Masimla played okay when he came on. Um, I thought he was quite good. Divanacher is not a big loss. Like, he's he just doesn't add that much. Um, I really like the look of Visa. Actually, you know who actually impressed me was um, Peter Steph de Toy Jr. Yes. Oh, baby Steph de Toy. Baby, baby de Toy, yeah. And like yeah, he, sorry, he doesn't have a Steph, yeah. <laughs> but he baby Steph. But baby Steph sounds better. No, <laughs> baby Steph does sound baby better. Steph. Like baby Steph actually. It was cool. Like he came and it was his debut, and his his butch was captain, and they won. You, he would have got some meat as well if it wasn't for Let's wrap this up. Um, yeah, the Sharks doing the Lions a, a massive favor there, along with your conversation. So let, let's move on to next week for our Super Group picks. We've got four Who's hours. Also did the Lions seven. A favor? Yeah. Uh, can I, can I excuse myself for this point? Yes. Gents? Yeah, you, um, you have lamb to prepare. Yes, I've got to go get the lamb sorted and have a quick shower. Maybe at the same time, who knows? Um, but yeah, so I don't think you guys need me for the super picks. Are you, go- are you guys going to flip the coin for the picks or not? Uh, Should we do it just for the last one? Well, why don't we make our prediction and then flip the coin, yeah. and we can try beat the coin. Yeah. Okay. You just got to. You, you are you going to note what the coin gives compared to us? Um, yeah. I'll, I'll write it down. I'll, 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 I'll say it out loud. I'll write it down. I'll that's that's generally what I do. Well, just use, just, just, no, just, just use the use the coin for the official. Um, page and then one of you guys just track our group changes on your own website. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll do my one as what the group says. Okay, mine's yeah, always yeah. on as well. So yeah, yeah, mine's not. Cool. Tomorrow. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Cheers. Thanks very much. See you. Um, right. Okay. Well, <laughs> Chiefs versus Hurricanes. Um. Ah. Uh, it's a tough one, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Jesus. Uh, okay, straight the gate. So straight off the bat, the coin says uh, Chiefs. Chiefs. Coin Coin went home side. Okay. I'm doing the same standard as okay. for everything. Uh, Chiefs. But... Okay, we're picking Chiefs. Uh, let's say by seven. Yeah, good. Sort of, yeah. Okay, cool. Chiefs by seven. Yeah, I actually saw it. We'll just do the coin for all of these. And this is plainly okay. obvious. No, uh, no, no. But we we got to talk about it. Yeah, we've got to discuss it. Because the Hurricanes actually were cooking last week. But then again, the Chiefs actually have a better defense than the Blues, obviously. But at the same time, the Chiefs didn't really look great last week. No, they didn't. They're, this they're... week. And remember, D-Mac will not last be playing. I don't think yeah, D-Mac and will... with D-Mac out playing, they might battle to score points. So I, I would say Hurricanes by about 11. Yeah, I, I'd... I'd also do the same. I would. It's a bit difficult going the Hurricanes by including a kicking point as well. So I'd say like ten, because I don't rely. I don't like relying on Bowden's boot. Yeah, I, I'd probably favour multiples because, of five. Just because McKenzie's missing, I'd favour the Hurricanes. But the so, coin, the coin says Chiefs, so that's that's the way cool. it's going to go. Then it's Reds versus Sunwolves. Um, this is quite an intriguing game, actually. So. Re- recent form, the Sunwolves are actually better. Yeah. Ooh, 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 I'd, guys. I'd, Guess what the coin said? Sunwolves. Uh, yeah, draw. No, no, it said Sunwolves. Sunwolves. Sunwolves by seven. Okay, but then... Yeah, if I had to pick yeah. this... I'd probably just I'd, it would shade the Reds, just because they're playing at home. I would go... Yeah, yeah, but I'd... Also, the Reds played a good game last week. The Sunwolves got so, a hammer. 
Yeah. Sunwolves, um, a big fact is Little went off early and had his arm strapped, iced up quite severely after the, or while he was sitting on the side. So I haven't seen what that means for the long run. And that makes a big difference for the Sunwolves as well. Yeah, no, I agree. But remember, after the Sunwolves lost Lappies, then they suddenly came alive. So maybe there'll be a similar trigger. Ooh, hopefully. Yeah. Well, that's obviously what the what the coins reading into. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Catch you up okay, on the, I'm Z- the, say the coins part of Zeitgeist. Reds by ten. Yeah, I, I would have picked the Reds as well. I'm going. I'm going with the coin. I'm backing my boys. Sunwolves by seven. Right. Okay, in the words of Adam, outlier bitch. Outlier. Not really, not really. I can't get outlier because I went with the coins so on the main account of fight. All right. I'm outlier on, outlier on Ben's account. Okay, our next game is the Highlanders versus the Rebels. Um, I'd pick the I'd pick the Highlanders playing at home. They are a better side. They've, they've been paced twice, so they're looking for revenge. And they, okay, they need a miracle to get above the Chiefs. But in terms of the overall log, if I can find it. Um, well, who I you think they can, sneak in, they can sneak into 8th, can't they? I think, no, they're 7th at the moment, I think. Oh, so they, they could definitely sneak into 8th. Wait, let me have a look here. No, they're currently 6th. Oh, yeah, they just got to make sure... Yeah. They just got to make sure... Because they don't want to finish 7th, because then they might have to travel to um, South Africa. So 6th sends them to Australia. All fucking Buenos Aires, Adam. Yeah. No, not Buenos Aires. Just, Buenos Aires... Yeah, if Jags... If Jags beat win this weekend yeah, they can it, and the Lions Jags, the Jags can oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they need a win no they can't they, no they can't though because they can only get a maximum of 45 overweight oh if they top the South African Conference right um, yes. oof, big games coming up well they need a win I think they definitely need a win to try push up against the, to take yeah, if they want yeah. so I, I'd pick I'd pick Highlanders they're just a better IP team than the Rebels in my opinion and they need the result more Mind you, the rebels. Same, yeah. the, the rebels also need a result, but they only really need. Ooh, actually, they also need to win, as well. Also, Highlanders in the biscuit tin. You've got to. Ah, not yes, the biscuit tin. You've got to back them. Right, so, Cake tin. Uh, they got in Wellington. Yeah. What's the coin say? Oh, it's... coin said Highlanders. By the way. Oh, okay. Thank God. Oh. All right, let's do that. Bro. What was that? Highlanders. Ben. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, Highlanders. How good has been from accounts? He's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Um, next up, it's the Crusaders versus the Blues at Wire Crockett Stadium. So, what, what does the coin say? Uh, ooh, ooh, wait, I dropped it. Sorry, I'm going to do it again. Oh, God. <laughs> I think it was home side up as well. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, coin says Blues. Oh, man. Oh, bold the coin. Oh. Bold, bold, bold call by the All right. coin. It's going Blues. <laughs> uh, it says here, are you? It says here, are you sure? Um, yes. <laughs> it says blues by seven. You're picking quite an upset. There you go. <laughs> um, so I like uh, how Super Brew gets cheeky. Yeah. Okay. The Crusaders are gonna I are gonna win. You should say that. Like Super Brew, just keep his mouth shut and yeah. let you do what you want. And the Crusaders are gonna win. Uh, in the story. It's clearly been no, 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 but, but potentially the Crusaders might take the opportunity to rest almost everyone. Yeah, it's possible, but I doubt it. The Crusaders are Crusaders are not a vain side, but their pride is quite strong, so they won't want to lose a game, especially... No, no, the, but to uh, be honest, the Crusaders' sort of reserves could beat the Blues. Yeah, true. 
Right. Because because this is essentially a free bye week for the Crusaders. Are we watching and they the, should, so are we they expecting should. Quentin Strange to run out as captain for the Crusaders? Yeah, and that's it. Um, yeah, but, but I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised to see... Uh, but yeah, I don't know. They don't really think like that. But if I was the coach, I would definitely send a few guys on holiday. But that's a decision. So Saders by, should we say, 15? Yeah, yeah I, I reckon Saders by 15 at least. I agree. Um, our next game then would be at Sydney as Tars versus the Brumbies. The Tars are very much, they have very, they don't have that much to play for. Apart from, yeah. They, if, they, if they win, they can guarantee second place. And a route maybe to the final. So they don't have that much to play for. The Brumbies, they also don't have much to play for. They're out of the reckoning. They can no longer take eighth place. So I, I'd suggest the Waratahs will probably take this win. They probably have more to play for compared to the Brumbies. So the coin picked the Brumbies. Oh, man. Good job, coin. <laughs> Good job, coin. I'm liking this coin. This coin's just like, no, nah, fuck you guys. I'm making bids for islands. <laughs> <laughs> Coins going to be the last occupant of the uh, island. Any, anything, anyone offer anything different to the Waratahs? No, I like, I like your Waratahs pick, I do. All right, cool. Uh, I'll, I'm going to pick Tars. And then, oof, the big game. It's the Bulls versus the Lions. The Bulls, they're very much out of the running for, for a playoff spot, but they could piss on the Lions parade, So, which is definitely not outside the realms of possibility. And the Lions recent form, in their last seven games, they've lost four of them. Well, the Bulls of record yeah. is worse. I'd probably suggest the Lions. Marks is back. Yeah, Lions, the Lions, the Lions at Ellis Park. Yeah, you've got to back the Lions at Ellis Park, especially gunning for... They don't want to be out of the home finals and home semis yeah. and all that. And also, I'm sorry, this is my super route out. I've never picked against the Lions, so yeah. Um. Well, good news is the coins also gone Lions. Yeah, boy. It's by seven. Let's put it by seven. That's the standard for the coin. One try. And then, uh, and then lastly, I'm going quite confident, like Lions 15 on my own. And lastly, it's uh, Sharks versus Jaguar. It's also a very big game. The Sharks they need they need a win. Oh, fuck! They need a win. Coin did not give what I wanted. The Sharks need the Rebels to lose, and they need a win to to screech into a quarterfinal spot. So it's all to play for. And the Jaguar is they want to win, and hopefully hope the Bulls do them a favor the top of the South African conference. So there's actually quite a lot at stake in this game. Both teams would be highly motivated. I am... Well, unless, unless the Bulls lose, then the Jaguars just won't care, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's the coin say? Coin said Sharks. Okay. Which is interesting, which is not really the result I would necessarily go for. I don't know, just after this the... is actually, This is quite unprofessional, because it's the last round of the league. All the fixtures should be at the same time. Yeah, because then you need to know what's going on and all that. Yeah. Jeez, uh, I don't know which one to go, which one I would choose. Um, it's like Premier League, halfway uh, through uh, one game. I'm going to say the Jaguaris, because I want the Sharks to win, and the Jaguaris hate me, so they'll likely just lose to don't say that because I've picked the Jaguars I've just picked the Jaguars on mine I picked the the Sharks because their pattern is win loss win loss win loss win it's time for that and and they're at home yeah they're they're actually they're actually due because they didn't play well against the Lions so they drew a good game no I think so alright well just to have a quick look at where where the coin is along with the rest of the community how many upsets has the coin picked uh, the coin has picked. It's coming along. Sorry, my web is a bit slow. All right, 
The, is the wind blowing your Wi-Fi away? No. Uh, okay, the coin picked the Chiefs. 56% agreed. The coin picked the Reds. No, the Sunwolves. Sunwolves. 24% agreed. Sunwolves uh, fans picked those games early. Yeah, and then the, the coin, Japanese people, they organize, they clean, they polite. They're great. The coin picked the Highlanders, 96. Uh, the coin picked the Blues, Wait. 2% or something stupid. 1.2%. 1.2, the coin what? picked the Brumbies, 15%. The coin picked the Lions, uh, 86%. And the coin picked the Sharks, 60%. So it's not the worst thing in the world I've, I've ever seen. Yeah, not bad coin. Yeah. If this is the week we get a Grand Slam, <laughs> I'm just going to say that Super Brew is fucking useless. Not bad you coin. You just flip a coin every week. Not bad coin. You, you, not bad. But, but Super Rugby is... Because for my my Super Rugby, I'm pick I pick at about sixty five percent odd, and I'm in the top. I think it's like top like twenty percent or top thirty percent, which is impressive because I'm sitting on sixty three and I'm on the top forty one percent. So there's like twenty percent of the people who play in that like three percent in that like one or two percent. Yeah, but um, for uh, what's the other a Super Sport Challenge? I pick at like almost 80%, 85%, and I'm only in the top 50. Yeah. Super Sport Challenges, I think, easier to read than Super Rugby. Yeah, no, but I think that, that's a good it's a good um, indication of Super Rugby that, you know, the results Teams are... Teams are even. Yeah, that, that a lot of results are up in the air. Like, it is a good thing. Like, you don't... Nothing's worse in sport than a sure thing. Yeah. And no, on, that, that's... Yeah. And on that bombshell... And a matter of curiosity, how yes. many badges do... do how many badges does the pot account have by now? Oh, um, sorry, I need to, need to double check. Out of it. Fair question. Just, just say, 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 because we're going to need all this info for like wrap up episodes when we're trying to. Okay, true, yeah. The dry month. Yeah, that Ben makes a very good point. Thank you. Um, but we've crossed the 106 mark and we're still bang average. We're, ap- we're like, we're definitionally mediocre on Super Bowl. <sighs> the best. Yeah. Alright, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Elite Rugby Banter. If you have been listening all the way through, thank you very much for joining us. We will be coming back with our fantasy episode Tuesday. I'm at a World Cup soccer quiz, guys. So if you do happen, I might not be there. But it will be happening this week at some point. Maybe maybe if we can squeeze have, it have you, have you Have you got a team? What? Because I know my older brother would be very, very good at that. Oh, uh, I do. Unfortunately. Um, maybe he'll want to make his own team, though. I'll suggest it to him. Yeah, Copper I'll, Lake, eh? I'll, I'll send... Yes, that, oh, you know about it. Huh? You you were talking on Facebook about it, weren't you? Oh, I was, yeah. Because I, I got dumped by... Maybe, maybe my, brother, my brother kind of... Uh, my brother whelped out on me. He, he Which brother? Me. My twin. Okay. Yeah. Me? Yeah. No, no, you're no, the, the third twin, then. The other one. Oh, I'm the third... Oh, yeah, the other the twin. Other uh, yeah, I, that, that's going to do it. Thanks very much for listening. We will be back uh, in the week. Have a good one.